Updating. I gotta have like a 40 ounce. I'm ignorant. Call me a hipster. Awful, dude. She doesn't know that. I do community service, but I'll still buy my chicken. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Oh, yeah, you specified. <laughs> hey, what's going on? It is episode 119 of the Hey My Man podcast. This is Dave. This is Ben. So before we get into what's going on this week, last week you, I don't know if it was a teaser or whatnot, but you said that uh, you you wedged in there that your wife said you peaked at 17. Yeah. We didn't get to talk about it. Also, <laughs> my wife was, I guess there was a point where we were starting to talk about the hard part that I got that was that out of control. Oh, and yeah. And she said that uh, we did, we never got around to talking about it. So um, We should cover that today? Yeah. Okay. Uh, covering my portion of it. I think I was complaining about something my wife said. Uh, what what happens is I, I always go back and forth. Like I'm 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 like Oprah. Like I'm always struggling with this. Uh, like I'm trying to lose a few pounds and then gain it. And she was she's always telling me, and rightfully so. She's always going, "Dude, you're like worse than a chick. You're worse than a woman." It's like if I gotta hear about calories or what you weigh or how shitty your body feels you know what I mean she's like if I gotta hear that one more time just I'm, I'm just gonna freak out so she kept telling me that and I said well listen so the other alternative is for me to just cash it in I could just cash it in and she's cool with that she's like yeah go ahead just go ahead now I would love to call her bluff I would love to be like oh yeah well I'm just gonna do it but then that's like I would just be hurting myself and my crazy manorexia you know what I mean so at any rate we're going back and forth and I said Oh, you see, you're going to eat your words. You're going to eat your words, boy. I'm going to, I'm sure I dropped Ryan Reynolds' name several times. I said, I'm going to look like Deadpool. You see, you just wait, you wait. And she just looked at me with the most, like, almost like, I imagine it's how you would look at your son when he really loves baseball. Like, he just really loves it. Waiting for that day. He just loves it, and he's, he just wants to pitch so bad, and he's working on his curveball, and he just keeps telling you, and then you notice all the other kids getting bigger, and he's just not getting that big. And this is the look that you give when you just go, like, I don't know how to say this, but you're not making the majors. I'll be honest. I don't, you're probably not going to play ball in college. Like this ain't for you. You know what I mean? Like where you, you try not to hurt. Like, how can I tactfully say this? She gave me that look and she goes, you're, you already peaked. Like you're, you're, this is an uphill run. What are you doing? And just so everyone understands, she, she thinks she peaked too. She's not saying like I the best is yet to come for me. Would imagine she thinks that, yeah. Okay. Because that's how girls think, right? I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know that she's every woman. She cuts her own. My wife meat. is way different than your wife. So I don't <laughs> oh, know. What I do mean, you uh, what? I could tell you right now, my wife thinks the best is yet to come for her. Oh. But I just get the impression from you know, most of what I know about your wife is from you. And I have yeah. very limited <laughs> yeah, yeah. access, you know, to her myself, so I'm well, just wondering, well, is she saying like, "Hey, we're, we're both like sort of let's just you know our better our best days were behind us." Well, I don't, I don't, I do. I've said many things. We referred to my wife; her nickname was Bum Titties on the show for a while. So you know, I'm not saying this just to uh, gain brownie points because she doesn't really listen. But uh, my wife well, still better than her old nickname prior to Bum Titties, which is No Fun Allison or the Dream Crusher or the Dream Crusher. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I, <laughs> I say these things in jest, but that's how you know that I'm not just sugarcoating. My, my wife holds it down. 
She's like she's in shape. She, she looks good. So, but I still imagine that anyone in their 30s would go, yeah. I don't know if the you know what I mean. I don't know if my best me is forward. But yeah, she gave me that look, and she was just like, said you. She goes, Ben, you, you picked at 17. I think first she said like 22. She was like, you're never gonna be like your 22 year old body. And I was like, I am too. You know what I mean? And tears welling up in my eyes, and I'm throwing things and and trying to stick one finger down my throat and vomit at the same time. Uh, and she she reiterates, she goes, no, it's 17 actually. And that's when I was on the swim team in high school, like swimming miles a day. And your metabolism is insane when you're that young anyway. So that's that's the bar she set for me. So uh, you know what I mean? I'm a mix of giving up and then still wanting to. Uh, you know, I want to. I want maybe. Maybe I'll just start getting bulimic. You know what I mean? And I was wondering what seven, how her. seventeen fit into it. Like, what was that? I think that's when we met. I'm guessing we met. Like, that's not fair to anyone, man. That's, no, it's not. not fair. Of course, it's not fair. My life's not fair. But I, I would think that a seventeen-year-old man, your body should be better in your mid-twenties than it was when you were seventeen. I would agree, and that's why you're I, not even like a, a man yet. And here's where the mental onslaught kept happening. I said what you said. I'm like seventeen. That's. I mean, you know. Uh, I went through a phase in my 20s, another weird body dysmorphia thing, where I started working out a lot. And I was running and working out. Yeah, and, but it uh, is weird. Well, no, I mean, it was, my motivations were strange. I'll just say that for doing it. Uh, but I got, I probably put on 12, 15 pounds of muscle or something, because I was always like skinny, but then I, I you know, I gained some muscle. And I told her, I said, no, that's, that's. Filled out as a man. Yeah, I, I, I shed the boyish body, right. you know, like a gotcha. snake. Uh, my old skin was tossed off, and no, and I, so I cited that. I said, "No, I think in my mid twenties, man, I, mean, I may have peaked. I may have peaked, but it was only ten years ago." But I think it's funny that you're arguing your best body in your mind was mid twenties. Yeah. Going, no, actually, my favorite body of yours was your seventeen. Right. You're still at closest ten years removed from either. Body. Yeah, yeah. That's oh. in, in this in this uh, bargaining of shame right. that I'm doing. I'm saying no, no, no. My best years were only eleven years ago. And right. She's going no, no, no. Your best years were eighteen years ago. Right. And we're I, only talking sure a difference of twelve pounds in between that seventeen and twenty. Right. 20. So that's what I'm, that's what I'm going through the mental ringer. So like when you give me shit on the show, people are like, dude, don't get mad when Dave says it. No, fuck no, that's nothing. So I told her no when I went to the gym and put on some weight. Like muscle weight, I got all swole, like cock diesel. She goes, no, no, no. You you looked poofy then. You looked poofy, like. But like that's not what she likes then. She's essentially saying that like, no, you just look fatter. But at what level? At, at what point do you look and you say, I'm not getting in shape for you. I mean, I'm in generally good shape for you because mm-hmm. you keep yourself in shape. However, like you know, if I want to get bigger than that, that's for me. Mm. That's not for you. So you could whether you like it or not. Yeah, nobody ever gets in shape. That's where you're. You nobody do. gets in shape for themselves. You do because you're cra- That's where your craziness lies. Sure, <laughs> is, is your your reflect your physical reflection of yourself for uh-huh. some whatever reason. Yeah, I'm not going to have that problem, dude. I'm not going to be happy until I look like Christian Bill from The Machinist. That's yeah. the only way I'm going to be like. Eh, and even then, I'll be like picking at my ribs, going, "You're disgusting." Well, I'm just saying. I mean, that's where your insanity lies for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is that, what do you call? Is it body dis body dysmorphia? I love yeah. I love butchering words, and that's the title You're of right. the show. Body dysmorphia. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So, anyways, that was last week. Since then, I've put in a couple. Feel good about it. Do you? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, the other thing is, we were talking at some point about something, and I leaned forward, and we talked about the giant rain gutter, hard part that I got cut in my hair yeah it looks like you uh it looks like you got hit in your head in high school and then like you got stitches 
And it or, never you know grew I mean? back. Like, like 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 I have a scar on my head that looks like a coin slot. Well, usually um, it's it's like the length, you know, the width. He he basically shaves the part yeah. into my hair. Yeah, so which is which I would argue you, you see more you, par- more. you part your hair. Right. So why do you need to shave it? Uh, it's just I guess that's that's the people way people that don't have straight hair that's, do. That's the way black people do it. So <laughs> right, right. So and since you're I go black, to a black, makes I go to a black barber, and and who am I to go in there and say, you know, I'm just let arguably they're a little bit better on the style. Well, maybe it's like, hey, I don't see color. I'm you know just saying, I mean? me personally, I'm going to go into a black barber and I'm going to tell him how to cut my hair. I'm going right. to say, just you know, give me give me the basic. You know, it's, all I care about is it's one on the side, square in the back, and give me a little something up top. Maybe you and the barber are both trying to prove so hard that you're not racist to each other. <laughs> That you're like, I don't see color. I'll go to Black Barber. It's great. And he's well, like, Listen. I don't have steps. I don't have a swoosh. But I did go with, the, you know. Well, I've been doing this. This is, dude. You're slowly working your way toward. No, this uh, is. I've been having the same haircut for a good year. The side However, of your head is going to look like Van Gogh's Starry Night by the end of the year. I promise. He you. got a little crazy this time. <laughs> he went a little wide. But I think like he's trying to prove that he's not racist either because he's like, Listen, I don't see color. You sit down, and I'm going to give you the same haircut I give everyone else. I had my eyes closed, and I had a hot towel on. So I think what happened while he did your hair, yeah, wow, you, know, you know, give me a little hot towel and why? You get your face shaved. So he's like, oh, he your, shaves your face too? Yeah, sometimes you know he'll. Well, he, <laughs> he just hot this. towel if he doesn't When you go to the black face? barber, yeah, they 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 line you up all around the outside. So they take a straight razor and they frame up the outside. Again, he's cutting your hair as though perhaps you were a different ethnicity okay, than you are. Okay, well, here here's what I'm saying. So. It's just like when you ever mess up. Have you ever grown a mustache? Did he? Like, have you ever legitimately grown a mustache? Did he start putting tons of cocoa butter on you? No. And be like, dude, you got to lotion no. up. Trust me. No. You know how we get. That didn't happen. No. Have you ever grown a mustache? Yes. Have you ever groomed that mustache past one growth? I've never grown just a mustache. Okay. Does it matter? Well, well, what I'm saying is, you know, when you get to that point where like you you mess up a little bit and then you try to even your mustache oh. out, and the next thing you know, you either you either have a Hitler. Oh or yeah, you have yeah. No mustache. yeah. I've, I've trimmed it too uh, much before. Yeah, so I think that's what happened here is he started to do the hard part, and it got a little crooked, and then he he widened it out a little bit, and he widened it Dude, out. Dude, it a was bit thick. Wi- yeah, it, it was, was serious. But I mean, it lasted a week. It so was serious. Whatever. And then you yeah. tweeted a photo of it. You're yeah, like hard was, parts on. Yeah, or something was, like was, that. It was pretty hard. Did you guys talk about it? Me and him. Yeah, like no, was he like, hey, I gave you the, no, I, mean, I, I gave you the, I parted the Red Sea today. You, as hard as it was, it was all right. I was fine with it. But yeah, it, I thought you felt good about yeah, it. Yeah, it was clean. Until I talked shit about it. It didn't it's hurt like, me. <laughs> no, <laughs> you were good? Yeah, no, All right, good. My wife loved it. You're like so. me. Does she? Yeah. Now, what is her take on you slowly becoming a black man? She's all about it. Brooklyn. She's about it? Yeah. She should be. I yeah. like that. That's cool. No, but I mean, as far as like you... um. You know what I mean? Dude, I had the did, same did straight white hair guy like haircut for like, no, I mean, obviously from the time I was like, I don't know, 12, like I said, I used to shave it on one side. By the way, when I say that, over, I mean like, it as a compliment. Like a skateboarder haircut, you know, and I, I yeah. and, and then I had a shaved, like not like a crew cut for a while in my late teens. Like a flat top? No, no, just like a buzz cut. Oh, okay. You know? And then, um, you know, as I got to be an adult, I just had the, the Prescott, which is just, a, you know, or, the, or, or I also called the Young Republican. Just looks like I'm I'm uh, I'm going to run for office. Okay, like a Michael Dukakis. Is it like the haircut we were talking about last week? But but just not as extreme. It's the same haircut I had without the hard part cut into it and without the side shaved. I had a friend of mine go, so, "Hey man, were you talking about my haircut? Are you talking shit about my hair?" I had a friend of mine because I was going out about that uh, that pseudo Macklemore haircut uh-huh. that's very popular. 
I was talking about it. And, and uh, you were like, yeah, I, I kind of was envisioning your head. Well, the it... haircut is like ubiquitous, dude. Everyone's right. got it right. now. But uh, he's like, you know, I had to go, no, it wasn't all about you. I had to tell you, when I went to get my haircut, I did. But, see, but he did fit the mold 100%. I did see a guy that I know, uh, a friend of mine at the barber shop. Never seen anybody I know there when I was getting my haircut. Mm. And he said, hey, man, what's going on? I heard about this place. I've heard good things. And I didn't. Did he give you um, a really complicated handshake? No, this was a, this, this was a white guy. Okay. So we're sitting there talking, and uh, I'm like, I don't know what to say. We're both at the barber shop. I we make a little bit of the small talk. Then we're both in barber chairs, okay, right next to one another. Maybe, he's getting, maybe there's not room for both of you he, in this town. He's getting barbered by one barber. I'm getting barbered by another uh, barber. And we eventually swing where we're facing each other because the two barbers oh, are really? talking. Very, very, very strange. Yeah. I, I got nothing to say to you at this point, you know. You're too vulnerable experience. at that point. I think you are. Yeah, you're both, you're both getting manhandled he, with he, a hot towel on. He your had face. his eyes closed for for a little bit, a little stint, and I was like, "This is just weird. I can't handle this." So I'm not going to tell anybody else ever where I get my hair cut. I've, <laughs> I've switched his, places, as far as you guys know. He had his so, eyes closed. And he's <laughs> going like, uh, "He had a hot towel." He, they, they were hot toweling his, his neck and his, uh, you know, his his fate, mustache beard region. He was just like mo- moaning, like making you feel uncomfortable. Was, uh, oh, this towel is hot. This is so it's hot. hot, and they rub your temples, and it's it's good. Uh... <laughs> when my wife cuts my mom, when my mom cuts, or when my wife cuts my mom's hair, um, weird Freudian slip there. Sometimes uh, she would she would cut my mom's hair. Sometimes she does. Sometimes she doesn't. But she told me she's like, man, I don't mind doing it. She's like, but I, I get I'm getting super weirded out because uh, my mom is as weird as me. You know what I mean? That's where I, that's where I get it from. But my mom would likes to close her eyes and hum. Like all the time, like she would, when I was a kid, I think I've told you before, she would hum whatever she had heard. You know what I mean? It would be mm-hmm. like, um, like, uh, a walk by Pantera would be on. And she would just sort of subconsciously be like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I guess my, she was cutting my mom's hair and my mom would just like close her eyes and like hum, and occasionally my mom cries. Just, you know, she just does. Like a tear comes out? Oh, I like how. Do you know how like emo- a Jesus statue? Like how emotional? Yeah, she a bloody tear. <laughs> yeah, you know how like emotionally unstable people just cry sometimes. Okay, yeah, yeah. Well, if we record sure. long enough, I'll show you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess my mom would like close her eyes and hum, and once in a while cry and stuff. And so my wife's like, "Dude, I'm just trying to cut your hair, and this is way you know, too." I am holding off the title of very special for the one <laughs> when you cry. <laughs> yeah, like where Dudley got touched at the bicycle shop. You remember? Uh huh. Uh huh. Awesome. It would be exactly like that. So. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and maybe like when that guy had the towel on his face, like I, that's what I envisioned him. Like you guys are cutting your hair, and he just like starts weeping. He's a manly dude. I'm a manly dude. It was very. But weird. if he's gonna cry, that's when he'll do it. And I don't know that I could really say anything about it. It's it is a good time. I mean, it's a relaxing moment. You are at your most vulnerable. I almost cried when tonight. a guy's a straight razor to your forehead. I almost cried tonight because I watched Game of Thrones episode four, and I don't we don't I don't we don't do TV reviews on our show. But dude, the fact that you're not watching is so insane. No. Dude, it's you should. I was reading the book actually. You should care. That book sucked so bad compared to this episode. I promise. I know it's the Bible. Don't give me that look. It uh, it's uh oh. I I want to do a review of it. So what the fuck are you talking about? I'll just say like, and I don't care about spoilers either. Like if you don't see it the second it happens, that's that's on you. It's just amazing. Just you got. I mean, it's all, dude. It's all. We got to see. We got to see a naked Khaleesi again. Wait, 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 whoa, 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 whoa. We've been waiting since season one for that. Well, it's season what six now? What's up with that? Five or six? Yeah, yeah, probably. We've all been waiting five years for for some naked Khaleesi, and it happened. I was so fucking nervous that if it had went any further, I definitely, 
definitely would have shit my pants. So that was pretty amazing. And the rest is all, I mean, once you get that. Can't everybody just go to Mr. Skin and, and avoid watching Game Dude, of Thrones? Dude, it could be 53 minutes of uh, just horrible dialogue. But if you if you end the show with that, all right. So I'm saying, just go to Mr. Skin and avoid watching the whole show nah, altogether. You, you won't be emotionally invested in it. I think I will. I find that appalling. Oh, it was great. Uh, Jon Snow and his sister Sansa, who I did not realize this. I thought it had been since season one, since they'd been together. They got separated, like, first couple episodes mm-hmm. or episode. They'd never even been in a scene together. That's how... That's how deep this chasm was. Oh, a little Easter egg, huh? Yeah, yeah. They'd never even been in the same scene because they got split up so early. Finally reunited. I don't care if it's fine if I spoil it. Maybe put something on the thing when we put it on iTunes. Finally get together. Uh, oh my God! It was uh, Theon and his sister got together. It was a day of reunions. Well, congratulations! It was a day I'm of reunions. It was fantastic. <laughs> there was hardly any killing, but the killing that was there, fan. Fantastic. So I got to, uh, I got invited over to my buddy, uh, John Vesmars, me and uh, Phil. They do like a weekly thing and I can never make it because I'm usually watching. I know when my wife watches The Bachelor, I know there's a bunch of women on at the last episode it's of just every like season that. where they. It is just like that. The Bachelor or Bachelorette shows up at these parties where the, their people are watching it. So What? Yeah. Like the people. From... Like the actual person who is The Bachelor. If you even sort of make me think I'm going to get to see Dragon Titties. Like, in real life, if you make me think that's going to happen... I doubt that highly, because I think she's not even an American, right? I don't think she is American, no. That doesn't mean she doesn't live in L.A. or... I still saw him. So, anyways. But, no, it was it was all, all that... All, all my potty mouth aside, it was awesome. It was a good time. And uh, they usually get together, and I cannot make it. So, I got to make it this week. So, thank you to them for having me. And it was fantastic. I had a really, really good, busy week. What else happened to you? Um, a lot of stuff, but I do, I want to point something out. I know we were talking about before we, right before we started recording, you were, you were talking about, um, like words and things that happen, you see online, pretty much only used online. Cause a lot of the stuff people, they have to be too embarrassed to say, or, 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 you know, talk about in person or use these phrases in person. You would hope. But, um, one that really annoyed me this week, and I don't know why I, it, it not, this one isn't online, but we'll get to where you were talking about is when people say technically about stuff that is it's absolutely not technically. Like, is no it, matter what it is, they're like, well, technically, this and this and this. And it's like, well, it's not technically. Does that fall into the same blanket of people that say literally? No, because, I mean, if you're saying literally, you're 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 saying something happened specifically as I'm, just like I'm telling you, right? But then they don't. If they don't use it correctly, I guess. But I've never heard anybody say, because usually when people say technically, they're like, well, like there's some sort of a, I don't even know what the word is like a, uh, you know, if this happened then this is like, there's well, real, technically, no, there's no technicalities. Involved. No, there's absolutely no technicalities involved. Like gotcha. technically it's going to be night tonight. Yeah. yeah it's it's <laughs> yeah, not yeah. technically going to be night tonight. Yeah. So, uh, I was just thinking about that. Cause when you came yeah, technically in, technically that's a bratwurst and not a pole of right. sausage. No, there's, it's either a bratwurst or a pole of sausage. Anything there's no technical about right, it. Yeah. Right. yeah. Uh, but you had, you were talking about how you went, uh, extremely crazy. Yeah, I was thinking maybe just do one of these a week, but I was looking at Twitter right after I saw Game of Thrones to, you know, spread the love. And uh, and everybody is saying, I noticed this for around, I guess, a few weeks now, months, where people don't say, like, something was emotional. They say, like, oh, I got feels. A big time feels right now. I'm getting I'm getting feels watching this. And that is, like, someone who doesn't know how to speak saying, um, I got excited or emotional 
or sad or you know what I mean? Well, let me ask you this though: Is it, do you think it's possible? And I've never seen that. Now that you've said it, I'll probably see it. Oh, everywhere. dude! But do you think it's because you have a character limit when you're on Twitter? So instead of saying emotional, it's just a a smaller, no. shorter way of no, it's not. No, I think it's because people are lazy and stupid. <laughs> That's why. I could go. With That's that. why, and they're lemmings. So when you take that combo, and I speak for all humanity when I say this, when you take that combo of lazy, um, pretty stupid, and lemming-ish, and you go like, I was going to say I was watching Game of Thrones tonight, and holy cow, dude, this was crazy. It was emotional or something. You just go, I watched it and got feels. You know what I mean? Which sounds, no, granted, I speak dumb either way, but like which sounds like, it's like if I go. You don't see guys saying that though, right? With like 16-year-old girls or. I got feels with Bay right now. That is like what you, about? you just made up stupid words to say something that you could have said. Like I'm like I believe in you a little, not much, but a little bit. I know you could come up with the the two syllable words to say what you're thinking right now. Like you know, you read books in the 1800s and people are like uh, World War One letters, and they're like they're like uh, uh, dearest uh, dearest Priscilla. You know what I mean? And they're like mm-hmm. they're in the foxhole. These guys never probably went to high school. They're still able to with a calligraphy pen right. or probably a real pen dipped in someone's blood. They're able to write these beautifully thought outs. You know what I mean? Like your eyes are like pools of muddy waters. Uh, and then people go with Bay got the feels, and they got a smartphone. That guy only had a bloody pen. Right. And that guy Makes also had a professional writer crazy who wrote that and made it historically. Sexier, dude. But, but still, but either way, that could even be like better. poor people in the south, like I believe I'd like to court you, ma'am. Right. You know what I mean? It's not like yo want to, you know, like me. I'm saying hashtag dragon titties. So I'm part of the problem. I understand. Well, I think also on the on the same line as that is what I I didn't I mean, I don't know who who explained it to me, but Netflix and chill. Yeah. Who like who comes up with this? Oh, oh, and it's morphed now into uh, no chill. When you do something that is outlandish, aggressive offensive or um like say you say you make a meme and it's like like a you know like a cold-hearted uh, uh there was a big thing in in this um sporting news today where uh, a guy named Bautista who did this famous bat bat flip last um last year I believe it was in the playoffs yeah, he walk off and he did a bat flip and he was all excited and people were like you shouldn't get excited in sports this is a white man's thing sit there and calmly he played what are you trying to say I'm trying to say that, that most, only most, ethnic people no, I, no, I'm trying to say that the people that complain about it are normally old school um, white people. Yeah, mostly. All right. Sh- show me an 18-year-old kid that goes, I can't believe he flipped his bat. That's ludicrous. He's got way too much feels for this game. Okay, you know on. what I mean? Yeah, go on. Well, uh, he, they were playing Texas Rangers today, and some guy named, uh, I think it's Odor, but I keep saying Hodor like Game of Thrones because that makes me laugh. Uh, he slid in hard. To, Bautista slid in hard to second base today. Um the guy took offense to it. They immediately bumped chest. And this second baseman, uh, you got to go online and see it. I mean, I should, it. Oh, dude. He lands this beautiful right. And as he does it, his necklace completely makes a beautiful loop around his neck. Like a hula hoop. Like, like, how, um, like how Usher used to dance and like throw his necklace around and catch it and do like cool. I've like, never pop, seen that. But like, okay. Like a hula hoop. Um, you popping and locking. You're familiar with this term. Sure. The kids were using 15 years ago. Uh, hey, well, his necklace does this beautiful um, orbit of his of his neck during the mm-hmm. punch and it was beautiful well immediately within you know uh 0.4 seconds somebody had made a thing with a mike tyson's punch out more it was a little like ba- it, that tells you when like to hit him bautista, bautista uh i think i'm saying it right bautista whatever uh his face was on glass joe and little mac right. bops him and his glasses go flying it's like mm-hmm. 
Anyways, uh, with this guy that I follow, he's a Chicago sports guy, uh, Lawrence Holmes, one of my favorite uh, on-air personalities. He's great. Well, he immediately saw this and put like, this is no chill. This guy has no chill. Super funny. Super funny. You know, little emoji right. crying, but no chill. So it's gone from Netflix and chill to... But I don't think it's the same thing. No, no, no. Chill means have sex when you're the right. one you're talking about. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That, but now, I was like, wait a second. Maybe I'm wrong well, again. Well, this is the dumbing down. Like, we need less words, right? One word is going to mean... It's going to mean have sex, and it's also going to mean like, like... It's like shalom. Like you... There's five different meanings. Yeah. Mahalo. Or aloha. Is yeah. Mahalo. Yeah. Either way. Yeah. But uh, anyways, he used that in that form. That was a super long way to say that. Why do people get so irritated with Bay? I think it's funny because my wife says it all the time. It's the dumbest. Dude. She says it all the time. How do you not openly mock her when she does this? Is it because she lives here? It's not sweet. Why not? Because what does it mean? Before anything else. Yeah, you guys are married. You should before all else, before anything else. Yeah, what's wrong with that? Of course. Well, first of all, it's not true. Why not? Because there's tons of stuff you put before other people. How do you know? Your hunger? Me? Uh, then anybody's? I, I think before all else or anything else, whatever is it, meaning a person, not like I like fast cars. Yeah. Here's how my life goes. Christ, fast cars, <laughs> fishing. Ninjas. Ice fishing. <laughs> uh, crossbow hunting. Uh-huh. Longbow hunting. Uh-huh. My wife. Right. And then my kids. Way more honest. Yeah. So, No. I, I think <laughs> yeah. that what, what it means is you're the most important person. And again, we're going to argue while well, you have children. In the tooth to start using that. To, you know what I mean? Like if my wife started going like, you're the most important. I'd be like, what are you getting at? You know what I mean? I don't know. My like, don't, always, don't touch me. I don't trust this at all. I don't know. It doesn't bother me. But I know bae. it bothers the shit oh. out of most people. If my wife said bae to me, I would like, I would just, I wouldn't know how to react. I'd be like, I'm, I didn't know you were 17 years old. I'm sorry. I would my keep doing wi- that again, condescending, My wife sorry. says fleek. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, there but in be... a joking tone, not like not to be like... No, everything's you, everything's a joke until you use it 17 sure. times. Oh, she definitely used it more than 17 times. She has a selfie stick. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like vibrating and... Uh, uh, well, I, I, I guess... I guess your your wife maybe works. And she knows I haven't peaked yet. She's hoping I haven't peaked yet. <laughs> your wife works with a lot of younger people, right? Maybe she's yeah. taking that on like she's Oh, of course. Yeah, soaking up their jargon. Well, don't you wouldn't you want to feel younger? I mean, I, maybe that's a a chick thing. I'm like I'm looking forward to having the salt and pepper and being distinguished. I well, yeah. Yeah, you I'm know? okay with that I'm too. I'm pretty much as as I'm not going to be Ryan Reynolds. No. Or Burt Reynolds. well with hair or not i mean that's the question but i don't know i think my wife's more like me where she's a little more she's a little more quick to poop on stuff she doesn't understand and i like that about her that's how my dad was if you don't understand it make fun of it that's That's how i am so why why don't you i don't understand why what our problem so why aren't you making fun of a you're not holding up your end of the bargain you should be talking my wife i don't no she she gets a little extra slack she does Uh, a lot no extra she gets extra scrutiny because she lives with you no, she doesn't. You got to do. Does, look, here's if the it's the person that makes your she coffee, she does a lot for me. So I, she, she gets to do whatever she wants. The person that makes my coffee, if they say Bay or Fleek, I'll go. Hey, 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 give me my coffee, and I don't have to see him again for a while. She makes my coffee. Well, that that, that complicates things. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I guess my thing is if it was occasional, but if I was getting beat over the head with bruh, if someone in my yeah, house no, was like, "Yo, no bruh," that's like no if they were always saying "bruh," I'd go crazy. I agree. It's so weird because the half of it my... It must be because your only social media outlet is Twitter and Instagram yeah. and you don't use Facebook, which 
you know, whatever. It's oh, not only have two I, instead of five. You no, know, what I'm saying is like on Facebook, I don't. I I swear to you, I've never seen anybody say fleek. I've never seen anybody say feels. Even on Twitter, oh, you know, they'll say feels. They, Same people, ignorant idiot people that'll say instead of saying like my three year old son, they'll say three. Three went outside yesterday without uh, without oh. his pants on. Ah, I had somebody do so that to me this week. I didn't annoying. know that. Oh, I even that tr- to me is annoying. I think I even tried it once. I had somebody do oh, it this week. Yeah. Awful. Hate it. Well, I'm okay with that. No, I'm not. No, I don't See? mind that. How come the happier I come in to record, the more crap I talk? <laughs> I I'm like in a good mood. Right? It sounds like I'm angry. No, I'm not. I feel I'm like uh, Larry David. Like I feel better when I, you know what I mean. I feel better yeah. when I'm when I'm saying this kind of stuff. So do I. Well, it's where I live. Um. Yeah, I don't know. That's what's well, the same like with online compliments. Um, though I don't we, get we, them. we always, <laughs> I wouldn't know. Uh, it's <laughs> well that if you, you've, Come give, again. You've, you've you've maybe given them before. No, nope. uh, we've talked on that either. <laughs> we, <laughs> we've talked before about how things lose in translation, and I think I was talking to somebody on Twitter in the past week or two, and I wrote down online compliments. How do you do them without sounding condescending? Because I don't or know. Or like a huge ass kiss. Why? Yeah. Like, I don't know how to say something nice and be like, oh, this is really nice how you did that. But you sound like you're kissing ass or like it doesn't seem like it seems condescending. If someone goes like if someone compliments me on something and I don't think I've earned that compliment. Oh, you're full of You'll it. never think you earned a compliment. That's yeah, you. That's, that's, your that's, own, yeah, that's, why, your that's thing. probably why I think it. I'm all about getting complimented. However, it's just. Yeah, we do know. receive them differently. We do receive them far yeah, differently. I don't receive them. Like you wait for them to come in, <laughs> right. and I'm very positive they're not coming in. Right. It's a strange dynamic, but yeah, I don't know how you um, complain or uh, how you compliment someone and make it sound genuine. So maybe I just shouldn't do it as much. Yeah, maybe we'll just, maybe we'll just knock that off. I think that's the way. I've uh, I've been working the uh, midnight shift lately, so my sleep habits are a little weird. So when I'm not at work, I catch up on some stuff. And uh, did how did you watch Mark Marin's show? This, this it's called Marin. I mean, how much I, of the show have all you of seen? It. I'm caught up. I'm okay, on, except on. you watch the new season. Mm-hmm. I don't have a way. To, I guess I have to. I have to purchase them through the website. It's really it's really strange. Is it super weird? I don't want to get into it because I don't want to ruin it for you, but it's like, oh, I, I don't remember how last season ended, but I'm assuming it ended just set. He was just picking season. up his pill habit. He was yeah, yeah, becoming yeah, an addict. Yeah. Like he, so he this got se- a show. And this then, season like, is a year it. later. Oh, oh, really? So that like, long? yeah, like, uh, you know, I don't want, he, he's definitely, he's hit all the but way the to the breakneck bottom. pace that they, that he started doing pills with was like, I was like, this can't last more than a week. He'll be dead. Well, you know, he's, I mean, all, he's all the way at the bottom. But so. I, I, I do care about spoilers for this because I don't know what I do. I just do. But uh, I, I had watched some of it before, but I sort of binged. So I watched three. And that show was different for me with most. Uh, I started liking it more and more. By the time I got to the end of season three, I was like, I'm ready to pay for these. Like, I liked it that much. At first, I was like, eh, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's not bad, but I loved it by the end. Does it make you feel like... You're hanging around with a more accomplished, whinier version of me. I mean, uh, you get the same sort of like. It's funny because you know I watch I watch it with my kid. Or I was watching Curb the other day, and my kid walks and he goes, "He really, really reminds me of you." <laughs> yeah, you yeah, sure. more that, more that than this. Yeah, but yeah, but a, I think a there's bit. a parallel definitely to be drawn between all of them. Well, that's what's funny is he, Marin's character starts acting more and more like a jerk. Like, like as it goes. That's not where I was going. But. Well, I I feel like it started off, um, you know, because he's known for being like this great interviewer, good listener. He seems mm-hmm. empathetic. Like he cares about people's feelings. 
but on the show it seems like he slowly is caring less and less. And I like that. I started right. identifying with it more. I was like, yes, give in to your hate. Oh, it's a good show. Yeah. I think it's like super over, un, super underrated. Yeah, no, I, th- I mean, I, th- I thought it was great. And it, um, it made me think, I think, I was watching it and I was like, why do I identify with his character so much? Like, why... Well, I guess because he like does a he does a podcast. No, that, that he, does, he does a podcast. He plays guitar. He likes coffee, and he uh, wears flannels all the time. Mm-hmm. So aside from the mustache, we're very close. But what hit me was, I He's lo- got a full beard in this season. I loved it. Same reason I love Corolla. I loved it when he complained. I just loved it. Like I don't know why, but I just think it's like I root when people complain. Well, I root for it. Like little kids do for their 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 favorite guy coming up to the plate. I just I'm like yes I'm, I'm like I'm like the way. emperor standing by like when when Luke's finally attacking Darth Vader with a lightsaber I'm like yes it's like when you get into it. a cold bed and you oh you, know, you put yeah. your arms and your legs and you go really fast <laughs> and you like really cuddle yeah. in there you're like oh I can't wait for it uh huh that's that I feel the same way I I love a good why well, complain complaining complained agreed I do too and and as I'm thinking about it I and do it often th- I'm thinking about it at length. Even in some quiet time, I'm just thinking about this because it was really sticking to me. I start peeling back more layers of my onion, um, and that's not a metaphor for anything. Uh, that's that's <laughs> that's completely technically. I was peeling back layers of my onion, gotcha. and I was literally pulling my onion layers mm-hmm. off. Literally, my onion. Um, my dad, who uh, my dad died when I was 23, was um, world class. I mean, he could have made it pro if he would have had some the right person backing him, and somebody would have found him world class complainer. <clears throat> I mean, good. Like my 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 dad could get up and like make breakfast, and by the time he made it to his truck, he had just uh, eviscerated half the things I knew existed about about how stupid they were, and he would do it in like a whiny tone too, which wasn't real admirable, but I still liked it anyways. My dad would just he would just complain. It like just felt like home. Yeah, it just felt good. That's so, what it comes down to, maybe, you know? It's I like comfort food. I No, you say it jokingly, but I, no, I don't. think you're so, I think you're really, it's the same reason, like after my dad passed, I think it's always a story. Uh, I had, he used to watch MASH a lot, mm. which is not a good show, but I own every single season on DVD. I had this thing where I had to watch it before I went to sleep. I, and I was like, oh, this show's, Klinger still wearing a dress. It's been right. like six seasons, Jesus Christ. But I had to watch it. Um because it was just one of those things and I started going I think maybe that's it and my, my wife will go like God you're complaining so much like you sound like your dad and I'm like I think you think that that's an insult right eh, me. you know what I pat her on the back and I go you do love me bae now that my dad passed away I my wife everyone's wife does this and I used to hear my mom do it to my dad where she would call my dad his parents names mm, whenever she was yeah, angry yeah. at him or doing my something wife. characteristically you know this yeah. or that she would call my dad by his father's name or his mother's name, and my dad did it to his his to my mom about her mother. Yeah, whenever she was acting bitchy, he would say her mom's name. I do it. Don't you do that? Yeah, yeah, we all do it. When my wife's not the life of the party, but I go, now that, all right, Barb. But now that my dad's passed away, I do the same thing. I used to get pissed when my wife would do it. I'd be like, oh, you know, because I would take it as an insult. But now that my dad's passed away, I look back on it lovingly and go, yeah. That's you, right. His pedestal's gone up a little yeah, higher. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. You know what? I'm glad you said that because he was right then and he's right now. <laughs> he wouldn't have liked it either. Now shut your trap. Yeah, but I started thinking about that. Like, uh, it's weird how complaining is not. And here's the thing: it's not a good quality. Don't they? I thought they me. Uh, they'd say it makes you uh, live longer. No. I'm. Not, I mean, the studies are maybe sp- that's smiling. No, uh, technically, it makes you live longer. 
and it literally adds years onto your life. Um, but no, it's not like if you're describing. You don't think that's why there's so many old Jews? Oh, that well, you know it. what? Do you, do think we, about it. Do Asian women complain a lot? I don't know. I can't understand. They them. live to be like 130. I have no idea what they're doing. Maybe but, because um, and I'm definitely stereotyping. And I apologize for that. But it's all I know is from movies and mm-hmm. mash, mash episodes. They seem well, a, not that many movies because Asian people they definitely get the short end of the stick. What I mean is white people pretending to be Koreans oh, okay. and mash. All right, <laughs> but but those characters uh, they seem a bit submissive. Maybe mm-hmm. they've been in that culture the way they play them. Right, the way they play them. I'm not saying real ones. I'm saying the ones I see on my shitty movies. Um, and I'm not talking about when Mickey Rooney was in like a Breakfast at <laughs> yeah. Tiffany's. That's a dude and not Asian. But uh, they they live to be super old. Yeah. I so think, uh, maybe that's... Average like 140? Maybe that's from being kind and letting it go. That could be. Um, the Zen. I, yeah, I got to get to the bottom of this. We need, to, I, we need to change topics. No, just kidding. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't know. I was just thinking, I was like, that's not a good quality, but it's my favorite quality. It's almost like if I was like, man, I... It's not good to be super overweight, but I just love being fat. You know but what I'm saying? Don't you? I mean, isn't that why you love Seinfeld or why you love Curb or why you love like any of those shows yeah. like that? Like, yeah, you it's funny because it's a weird dichotomy because at one at one level, I always look at it. I've never watched a Curb episode where I go, I don't really I don't I don't agree with Larry. I agree with him 100 percent of the time. <laughs> now, obviously, they. They make much more of, of of a complaint or whatever. They make an entire episode out of something so ridiculous. But at at the, at the core of it, I don't know. There's something to me. There's people that do keep it all bottled up and don't say anything, and they're they're miserable. I I, I try to share it. You know, they say yeah. misery loves company. That's yeah. that's for that's the truth. I would like to hear. I would like to hear people's opinions. Like, is it? Do you? Whoever listens to this, like, do you feel like you complain more than you should? And are you cool with it? Are you proud of it? Don't or are you, you like... think that anyone who listens to this show must like listening to people bitch? Mm. That's most of what we do. Yeah, but there might be people that, there might be people that listen to the show that go, I like the show, but God, quit bitching. You or, know, maybe. I love those guys, but I'm just hoping we can hold out that one episode they won't bitch. Baywatch That's is, the only reason Baywatch is a good show. Does it need all those boobs? <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Maybe it's, yeah, maybe it's like that. But I don't, I just, I wanted to dig into why it's hereditary. Both of my brothers, um, better than my dad. I mean, all world complainers, really, really good. Like if one of us stubs our toe, ten minutes later, it's everyone's fault so far. You know what I mean? That's how that's how we operate. So I just wanted to, I wanted to just dig into complaining. I'm gonna have to do a little more it's because I'm the dude who meditates too. So I'm trying to like do that. I'm trying to be like just let how the thought come. How many more things you gonna add on top? I don't know. You know, you're drinking crazy teas now. You're meditating. Oh, dude, I'm making my tea now. Loose leaf, loose leaf, dude. <sighs> no, it's awesome. It's awesome. I'm like you, an old Asian woman. I, I only understand why your wife is is frustrated. <laughs> like you come up with something new weekly because because <laughs> how much you're focus still I trying put to on find stuff. yourself. I put so much focus on things that aren't my <laughs> wife and family that like maybe that's what she's getting at. Who knows? But anyways, I don't know. I just was just thinking about complaining. It's like. Is it? I I want to. It's a horrible. It's almost. It's almost Love like. It. It's almost like like um like like I said, being overweight or smoking or something like a bad habit. But it's like I'm never quitting, right? right. Like if, if if complaining is my cigarettes, well then, I mean I'm just gonna be that old lady at the flea market with the oxygen tank. Sign me up. I agree. Anyways, hey, I I, I put something on Twitter uh, yesterday or the day before. You know, once like every two months, my wife will be on her way home from work and be like, "What do you think, um, gyros?" 
and I, I don't remember if we touched on this before. I know I talked about it on Twitter before, but I always, and this time I try to remind her because we never feel good after eating gyros. We, in the, when while we're eating them, we feel great about it. Oh, and you yeah. know, like uh, like we go to the Highland Gyro on Forty uh, Fifth. It's like on the Munster Highland border here. Okay. Okay. Now there's okay, a yeah. Munster Gyro in Munster, but that's world class. This this is not Munster Gyro. This is Highland Gyro. What is your amazing? Cherville Gyro, which is no longer, used to have. Mm. They would give you the most gyro meat for bang for your buck. But that's almost not a good thing. Here's where it gets crazy. Because I'm one of those people that goes like, "Hey, I paid for this. I'm going to eat it, and I'm going to eat it now. I'm not going to. I'm not going to save it till tomorrow." So I would get two. I would get an extra pita, along, you know, so I could. Because there's no way all that meat's going to fit in one pita, and I'm not going to eat it loose. It's that's insane. Yeah, yeah. So well, then for a while well, we were getting two pita pl- like dinner platters, one for her, one for me. She wasn't finishing hers. But I would do my damnedest to finish mine, and I always just felt sick. I mean, and again, yeah, and then yeah. I would be like, I'm never eating a pita again. Yeah. You know, like in the movies where, like, oh, I'll never drink again. Yeah. I swear off pitas. Like, I'm like, I want nothing to do with it. I don't want to hear about them. I don't want to smell them. But about that two-month mark, always. That's how long, I, I, that's I how long your food memory is. Yeah, I forget. But this time I remembered, and I told my wife, I was like, you know, this is a big mistake. We're going to pay for it. I just don't think you should do it. So what she did was she just bought the single pita or the single gyro sandwich and then a gyro platter and two pitas. So um, we weren't stuck with all the extra fly, fries and stuck with all the extra gyro meat. Um, still felt like shit, though. Right. I, I still overate. She, she, it, no, it helped her because she just ate the one sandwich with mm. and then had some of my fries. But uh, I can't control myself. I Whenever think, I, I have to eat every single thing on my plate. I think the region way is to just... Knowing full well you're going to feel like crab, do it anyway. I think and that's say a, you know what, hey, I'll start my diet again tomorrow. That's a very yeah, that's a very region esque thing, and I think that's also like a poor stock move too. It's like you don't know when you don't when you're going to get this euro meat again. Although in your case you do, but it's in your DNA at this point. Yeah, like, I don't know when am I going to get euro meat again? I have to eat it all right. I this just second. know this: I'm no matter if I eat a little or a lot, I'm going to be grossed out by gyro after I'm eating it because you burp it. I'm gross just hearing it's, you talk it, it, about it. It sits in your house. It stinks. There's nothing redeeming about it after the fact. It's always good on paper. It tastes good immediately. And I know a lot of people are going to disagree with me on this, but I'm just one of these guys that's got to be like two to three months between uh, between gyro. I like to think that I'm not super, I could eat a cheeseburger every day. But. I like to think that I'm not super gross, but some people, when they eat certain things, everyone knows me and I believe my sister have the same quality. If I eat, dude, if I eat like one, if I, there's like a, like if there's an eighth of a piece of garlic chopped up in the middle of like a pot of something, I come home and as soon as I walk in, my wife goes, I guess someone was eating garlic like she knows. Right. Some people are that way with onions. So like I associate that with pitas. I'm like, dude, if I eat this pita. A pita? Pita's just a piece of bread. The, but the meat's super garlic. Oh, you're talking about a gyro, not a pita. Oh, yeah, yeah. You mean, you mean gyro. gyro. I'm sorry. Yeah, gyro. Or gyro, whatever, but not just a pita, the actual sandwich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But it's almost all that food because it's all same wheelhouse. Like when I eat it, I'm like, oh, I'm just gonna, everyone's going to think I'm smelling gross. So I don't, I don't even. That's uh, why we hate going to House of Kobe, and if we do go, it's House of Kobe and then directly home to shower and wash our clothing. Why? Because, because we smell like deep-fried-friedness. 
So if we were going to go to like, fried, but yeah, you're sitting at a hibachi grill. Fry anything, right? Yeah, they are. There's butter all over the thing. They're frying it up we're right not in front deep of you. Deep fried. It's butter for well, days. What, like fried tabletop fried. Sauteed? Not, yeah, not deep fried. I don't know what that is. Oh yeah, sauteed. But whatever well, it is, it's butter it's city. steamy butter. Yeah, some people can't smell. make it out of House Kobe. Like, they ought to put more breastrooms in that place. Some people, there's so much butter. They're oh like, yeah. Oh, this steak's awesome. I'll be right back. Yeah, like, for it's, sure. It's uh, well, you see the amount of they they literally put like a baseball sized piece of butter on the on the. Oh yeah, grill. and then they have that that little um, ketchup thing and right. they squirt it. Yeah, but it's still like oh. that's that's a region thing too. It's like oh, it's my birthday, House of Kobe. Here we come. Everybody goes there. It's the best. I know. Yeah, it's that's how I am. Like with your with your pitas. Exact same thing. That's uh, suburban life. We uh, we're about forty five minutes in, oh. and we haven't talked about Brewfest. So I want to notch out some time, so because it just happened. By next week, it'll be too late to talk about. So let's get into it. What happened? Brewfest was it everything you wanted it to be? It, I saw the picture. You saw the picture. Good. I I planned to take a bunch of pictures. I wanted to like do a ton of them and like really rep my hood. And I was supposed to bring Hey My Man stickers. Like I couldn't find them. An idiot. I couldn't find him. I wanted to uh, promote, but however, like me being blotto at a brew fest, maybe maybe not the best promotion. Maybe there's no such thing as bad publicity. Uh, was I blotto? Yeah. C. Yeah, very much so. Well, what what happened? What happened was, um, and before I go any further, I got to give props to my new Twitter buddy. Remember, I was telling you how I can meet people on Twitter, mm-hmm. and they're like my fake friends, my online friends. Again, I broke through. The is it fourth wall? <laughs> I broke yes. through the fourth wall and uh met more online friends in real life. And uh so my new I'll call him my new friend, uh same person like he's been going uh back and forth for the show, but there's a guy, uh Adam Hazlett. I follow him on Twitter. It's about the same, it's like Adam underscore Hazlett. Um this guy, not only did he rep Hey My Man podcast and meet us. Him and um and Ricky too, narcissist Ricky on Twitter, both met us there. Bless her heart. She's like about to pop a baby any minute now. She came out there to, to DD it. Or maybe she was getting wasted not telling anybody and being real sneaky. But um Adam, who I met, had Ben Folds tickets. Ben Folds came to the city um Friday night. I couldn't go because I couldn't just do Ben Folds that night. Beer all day the next day. Like, I, just, I guess, you know, I just couldn't, I couldn't do it all. But this guy, um, since my brother is a big fan, Nate, who's been on the show and helped us with the show, he gave both of these tickets to Nate. And so Nate and... Why didn't he want? Uh, he couldn't make it. I oh. think, it, like, his wife didn't want to go and he didn't want to go by himself. And it just turned out to, like, eh, it's more trouble than it's worth. So my, um, my, one of my favorite cousins from Minneapolis, uh, she came all the way up here, took the other ticket. So a huge, huge, hey, my man, thumbs up to him for that. That was super cool. And that was the night before that he did that. So anyways, he went to Brewfest too. Uh, my wife came, was DD, because it's, today is my, my birthday, yesterday. Oh, today is your birthday. Yeah, today is my Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Yeah, no problem. Uh, I don't think that's, no problem is not the appropriate no. response. Uh, you too. Yeah. Happy birthday to you too. Take luck. <laughs> right, I was just going to say uh, take luck. That's exactly it. Uh, but yeah, she, my wife was the DD. My, <laughs> my father-in-law came. The red, red Baron. Red sweatpants himself. And I was really hoping I'd run into even more old school Hey My Man people because I want people to see, like, this is the man, the legend. Mm-hmm. My father-in-law came. Um, our good friends Phil and Kelly came. Uh, Phil's Phil's dad came, too. So we got um, the, the the two tenured people there with us. Uh, two, uh, you know, I brought my wife. He brought his wife. I meet Adam there. Super cool. 35 bucks, man. You get to... 
what what happened is they give you a uh, a used to be like a cheap little plastic cup or something, and you go and you fill up. And this time everybody gets their own um, glass pint glass, mm-hmm. and there's a little mark on it that's like you know etched in there for four ounces. So you can go to any brewery you want, uh, and they fill up to four ounces. Had some awesome brews. I remember seeing pictures last year and going like, "Whoa, dude, way too crowded for me," but not really so because you're you, you you get a beer, you wait. Sometimes you wait in line, eight people or something, but they pour them so fast, right. four ounces. Um, convene with your friends, family, sit there and have a beer. Get in line for the next one. It was awesome. The only ones I didn't get to do, I didn't bother the three Floyds because well, first of all, I've, I've had them. Uh, second of all, I was just assuming that their people pouring the taps were as rude as their help at the restaurant. <laughs> And I didn't get to 18th Street, which I wanted to, but it was just so busy. Again, you've been there, so what? yeah. But I mean, it's good stuff. But yeah, all day it was so busy. But uh, my guys at Wild Rolls were there. Gosh, I think I'm screwing it up, but it might be called Four Fathers Brewery. Have you ever heard of that? Four Fathers, I think. There's dude. There were some great stouts, man. Some awesome stouts. There was a mead table, which and I was like, oh, gross, dude. This stuff was 13 percent, which is probably half the reason I got Soblato. 13 percent. Um, mead tasted delicious. So we only made it like really two wings. Like picture this uh, big like barn as like an X. Like, you know, I mean, you come in one way and you just snake around. You know, you make a right, another right. Mm. Just keep making rights and you snake around. We only made it through like half of it before. Uh, you know, eventually, and here's the thing. A lot of people complain and maybe rightfully so, but a lot of places will run out of beer. Like we got there, I think it's opened at 2, 2.30 a couple places had like oh we only have like a lager left which is kind of poor planning but all in all awesome people walking around with i was joking like hey i need a pretzel necklace because people wear like a necklace and they put pretzels and it's supposed to cleanse their palate but what it really means is that you just like to eat pretzels so it's like you eat this between beers right mm. and so like then you won't be tasting the stout that doesn't work you just eat pretzels um i'm pretty sure i saw george rr R. martin there pretty I, sure after you drink the mead you pre-meet and post-meet. I was like, no, well, he knows what he's doing with that huge beard mm. and that silly sailor's hat. I was like, he wants people to go, hey, dude, you look like George R R R R R R R Martin. But great time. It was awesome. They had really cool live music outside, man. Like plugged in, vi- like jamming out with violins. Then we, because we took like a, not a party bus, but uh, Phil's dad had a big, like a, what do you call it, conversion vans. The kind like with the cool lights and TVs mm-hmm. and stuff. So we rode there in style. We went to Crown Brewing, back to the site of Colossal Nachos. And this time I was not, uh, I guess I wasn't within my uh, mental capacity to think to order Colossal Nachos. I don't know what, because I really should have taken a picture. I should have gotten video testimony of how amazing they were and how they were the best thing anyone's yeah, ever had. Right. We just got pizza. And I did, I guess, I guess I was getting a little in my cups. <laughs> And I was busting the waitress's balls about, um, because they, they, our father, like my father-in-law went and his, uh, Phil's dad went and they were like, Hey, um, make sure you get out your IDs. And I sort of, I didn't lose it, but I gave him, I gave him a good 18 minutes of my opinion of why that's stupid. And I'm like, look at these guys. They obviously, right. like who in the world? And I did, well, Hey, I mean, you never know that could be their job. And so that set me off for yeah. another fight. Apparently I thought I was just. Stating it, and then my just wife, drunk, my wife gave me the look, and she's like, "Yeah, no, you were like, she's like, there was kids eating, and you were yelling f bombs." So now you like, understand why, you know, I might have got carried away, but I was actually no, I was stone cold sober with the, the nachos. No, that was just you. Yeah. I mean, this was all booze, <laughs> right? But you weren't. 
Yeah, I, so again, I'm not a good. I'll tell you what, I'm not a real good st- uh, summarizer, and I'm not a great storyteller. So I, it, it was a great time. It was awesome. Uh, while you were there, um, I was less than two miles from where you were. Uh, I was. I, I don't know why you didn't go. I was asleep it. in the parking lot of the uh, Sporto Dome in, in of Crown course. Point. Sporto Dome? Yeah, I think that's what it's called. Sparta Dome. Sparta Dome. It's at, I think it's at Bo Jackson Dome that they built in Crown Point. It's like an indoor uh, sporting okay. arena. Okay. Uh, my kid was uh, invited to a birthday party there. So instead of um, driving all the way to Crown Point, dropping him off, or associating or, or, or talking to any of the other parents, uh, I had him go inside, and I I, I, felt, I just went to sleep in the car. Yeah. And um, I eventually was sleeping in about the car too. an hour and ten minutes into it, I uh, I woke up and I'm like, you know what, man, I want a coffee. And I remembered there. I know there's a Dunkin' Donuts, Baskin Robbins on uh, Main Street in Crown Point. Mm. And I, but I didn't. You know, I, I was actually closer to Broadway where I was. And I'm thinking, I know, I think there's one over there too. So I, I did the near me or, or ask Surrey, and she's like, Nah, go over to Broadway. That's where. You, or, I mean, uh, go over to Main Street. That's where you need to go. So I'm like, I got time. It's like eight minutes away. I drove there, um, and unfortunately, it was a uh, a white Dunkin' Donuts, which not they you let know, you I'm, in, right? Well, they let me. I just drove through sure. the drive-through. But what I'm saying is, is I it's always a, a hassle where there's white people. And, and you know what? I, I just like when I get my hair cut. Oh, I was just joking. I was making a bad joke. What no, I'm serious. Dunkin' Donuts? Like, there's white people working there. So what? Isn't there white people? <laughs> They're at all? lazy, man. They're Isn't lazy. Isn't there white people at all? White people are stupid. No. Yeah, I don't like them. Indian Dunkin' Donuts is the way to go. Only yeah, way to go. Yeah, I told you, my it. the Munster guy, remember? You know, hey, buddy, how you doing, buddy? Yeah, he'll throw you all that good stuff, buddy. No, you. Tot. Yeah, you want twenty four? No, you get twenty five. Okay, I get twenty five. And oh, you got okay. a good smile, and then you go up there, and there's like six hundred of them in there. And they're working yeah. like, you know, it's like yeah. ants running around, you know? Whoa. What? <laughs> okay, good. It, it is what it is. Right, I mean, right, they're yeah. just all over the place. Yeah. Um, nice people, always best attitude. I can't stand white people, especially like right. you go up to the Dunkin' Donuts at Crown Point. And you, got, you got the, you know, the indoor beanie wearing, uh, you know, stupid Ugh. gauge earring having. I'm yeah. done with it, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't need to go to a barista to have them draw a leaf in my coffee. I just want the fake, you know, ice cream coffee. That's it. Yeah. I'm not asking for anything crazy. Yeah. And I want an Indian to serve it to me. That's it. So, not serve yeah. it to me in the way that I feel I need to be served, but uh, you understand. Oh, hey, we, buddy. We all know how you need Hi, to buddy. be served. Yeah. How you doing, buddy? Have a good day, buddy. Right. I need it. Right. It's funny because, like, you know, a generation ago, it was probably people complaining, like, oh, who are these, like, what I they say? Come when I say here, people, they don't pay I mean, taxes. Like, they're able to set up their businesses. Yeah. yeah I mean, I, like, I tell you I mean, what. like, region white people going, I don't care about these people. They come here and I, they, they're all, they, oh, is there a Dunkin' Donuts where it's not Indian? And now we're like, ugh, white people. Are Dunkin I, I just say this. I understand everybody's trepidation when you go, like, oh, well, you know, there's a tax break where if you're, you know, Indian or whatever or you're a minority, you get to get a Dunkin' Donuts and there's a tenure. T- I don't give a yeah. shit. When you prove that you do it better, yeah, you know, hey, I'm not saying it's right for people to judge you in the beginning, but at the at the end of the day, <laughs> yeah. I want Indians to serve me my Dunkin' Donuts. That's it. Okay. And I'll only go. I've made a map on my phone of Indian Dunkin' Donuts. You're, there's a high the Highland one, uh, the one on Indianapolis Boulevard in Highland. The one. Hey, can on, you just say uh, your name so everyone knows who it is? First Calumet before. Calumet Avenue. Dave's doing that in Munster. Uh, the Sherville one on Indianapolis, it has Indians in there. I don't know if it's full Indian. It's not mm. that great. I don't we'll like that we'll one so dig much. Into that a little bit. But I also heard that. So I got back to the parking lot. and I was bitching about this, and on Twitter, and people were saying, "Hey, you know, don't don't go to the Main Street one. 
you got to go to the Broadway one. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. There was one that was within one to two minutes of where I was, but and I drove eight minutes the other way. I was not happy. Hashtag, hey, my racist. I had about, I, I, I slugged down my coffee and went back to sleep for 45 minutes until my kid came banging on You the do window. that trick where you down coffee, then nap, and you wake up feeling like a million bucks? I'm going to do that right after this. I just got done with coffee. And you I'm got gonna, you have the same problems as my three. I drink too much caffeine, and so it doesn't affect me in the way it affects me. You have the same like opinions as my, my three-year-old daughter. My three-year-old daughter's favorite two places in the world are Target and Old Navy. And I was like, oh, I have the whitest kids ever. <laughs> like in the entire world. I'm brown, my friend. Yeah, I feel you. Know, as hey, you see. I feel you. I feel you. You know what? Everyone's got But their- still Trump 2016. So we, but, you got to draw the line somewhere. Right. You've got to draw the line somewhere. Just saying. Guess who watched a Hey My Classic this week? Oh, you did? Oh, uh, did I? Was it you? Did I you see the Wraith? I did. I did. I saw the Wraith. Because I, I gave you the link? I paid money for the Wraith. Was it because of the link I gave you? <clears throat> yeah, you said right, cool. Yeah, I couldn't figure out how to watch it <clears throat> because I don't know uh, how fancy programs like Amazon work. Dude, this is amazing. I'm, I, you finally saw it. Was yes. it everything I wanted it to be? I'd like to tell you if All you right, want to hear yeah, about yeah. the Wraith. Normally, you, you, we carve it down to three minutes. Yeah, start the clock. We actually have... Uh, that's a, no, that's okay. I don't need a timer. I'll just, I'll okay. just, I can spitball it. Um, and let me start off by saying, when you, this was this your suggestion on the list? I don't remember if it was originally mine. Somebody or not, put but the probably, wraith, yeah. And I didn't know if somebody put the wraith as like a, like, hey, this movie is one of those movies that's so bad that you have to see it to understand. Like how, Toxic Avenger. Yeah, I guess nah, I still got to get to that one. It's not. Well, okay. It's bad, but it's what bad. I will say to you is that while I was writing it, I wasn't even finished with it, and I wrote, "The Wraith is so bad, it's hilarious. It makes young guns look like good fellas." <laughs> the Wraith is the funniest movie I've ever seen, and the chick is super hot and finally oh. shows her right boobie, which in all those are she is all, super hot. She's ridiculous, but dude, I was watching, dude, I was watching this movie and I was going. This when I see when I see Trey Parker and Matt Stone from South Park, like when I see them spoof. Like when they made Team America, or I see them do like these things where Carmen falls in love with a girl and and goes down a certain tunnel with with overacting and super uh-huh. cheesy stuff. I go, this is I get it now. I think it's from 1986, The Wraith. I go, this is what they were watching. They grew up watching this stuff, so of course they make fun of love scenes like this, dude. It was the waterfall, isn't it? Like a waterfall or a hot spring or they're something. They're hanging out in a little hot tub, like that's like, dude. The script for this movie is, I remember I used to have on VHS, I used to have a movie called, um, yeah, yeah. I used to have a movie, um, I think it was like Ozone Attack of the Hillbilly Mutants or something. It was one of those like goofy movies. The script for that movie was so much better than this. Is the Dude, it's, it is, I I wasn't like, sometimes like, I, I was watching Young Guns and going, man, I don't know, people love this or, 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 or what was the other 80s movie? I, oh, when I was watching Weird Science, I was going, oh. I guess you had to be there. You know what I mean? Like, there's a time and a place. I was watching The Wraith, and I was going, there, there is no time, and there is no place for this. I don't even know where to begin. I guess I could... I did guess that Clint Howard was the guy. That's the. I felt a little bit proud of myself. I was like, where have I seen that disgusting face before? Uh, it <laughs> is it could on only Dave's be... original Heyman Man sticker, or... <laughs> yeah. Remember I made the Mr. Yeah. Yuck stickers with Clint Howard's yeah. face on it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I forgot that was even him. But, dude... Char- the the dialogue in this movie is like well, what's the story how did they even deliver it without laughing the story is i guess i will i guess to to summarize it the story is a 
a man comes back from the dead mm-hmm. driving a souped up 80s sports car mm-hmm. to avenge his death by a gang of um Mad Maxian punk rock punk rock hot rod racers. Right. Sounds about right. And their leader is the most clean cut business looking bad guy <laughs> I've ever seen. They all have like makeup and mohawks and crazy dudes. And he's Han, but, Hans Gruber. Or... <laughs> but their bad guy has a leather jacket. Like that's it. It's Sting. <laughs> Always clean shaven. Right. The hair's got a decent part on it. Um the, Oh my god, dude. It's the dude the the bad guy picks up this girl and this stupid girl gets in his car every time. He's like, get in the car. And she gets in the car and, and she's like, they're supposedly dating, but he's, it's not even one of those things where he's like just possessive. She's like, I'm, you're not my boyfriend. He's like, if I can't have you, nobody's going to have you. And she's like, yeah, but we're not dating. You're my girl. No, I'll never love you. You're my girl. Get it? Like, and she's right. like, oh, I guess I get it. And then they all, they like Biff. Dude, and there's nothing in this town except for two buildings, a bunch of desert roads, and one like drive up burger joint where all the girls are like <laughs> like eighties like super sports models with tiny stuff on. Yeah, this is a a good thing if there was more than two buildings. Like I don't even know where these people are coming from to go there. And they're all on rollers. Is, is this supposed to be like New Mexico? It looks like Arizona or New Mexico or Texas. At one point he's like she's, he's like, get in the car. And she's like, I don't want to go. And he's like, just get in. So she gets in. She goes, where are we going? He's like, I don't know. West. I thought maybe California. And so I was like, all right. So they, I guess they're somewhere. Somewhere Dude, out on the West Coast. For sure. I've never seen Charlie Sheen in a movie where he probably only has like eight lines. Shows Nails up. them. Dude, he shows up on this motorcycle. And it's so funny. He shows up and like he gives this girl a look and she gives him a look. And he's like, which way is the beach or the canyon? She's like, it's that way. All right, cool. And they stare at each other for like 10 seconds. And she goes, hey. Like, dude, she says it like she's reading it off a paper plate. Hey, are you new in town? Yeah, you could say that. Oh, okay. Like, dude, it's so bad. So what's your review? I mean, what's your total? How do you feel about passing this on to somebody else? I give this movie, uh, I give this movie out of, I give it one, one, out of a V8. How does that work? No, it was, I gave it one popped hood out of five. You know what I mean? Really? <laughs> oh, dude, it's so bad. It's the worst movie I've ever... Some movies, some movies are super bad, and it's like... Ha-ha. It, no, no. Some movies are so bad, and it's like, oh, why do people like this? Like, I don't get... This is so mad, I'm not mad at it. I'm like, all right, I see you, Wraith. I see what you're doing. You didn't enjoy it at all? I did. Oh, okay. But not... For... Like, it's not a quality movie, for sure. <laughs> it's so... For sure. No. If it was on TV again, and you were flipping, not tomorrow, six months from now, in the yeah, winter time. I would watch it. Around Christmas, would, yeah. are you watching it? Yeah, because it made me that happy. Me, it made me laugh. Right. See, Dude, so that to me is a... I was watching it by myself and laughing out loud. Like, no one was by me, but I was, I was like, poking, like, I was poking, <laughs> like, the empty seat next to me, going, you see that? You see that? <laughs> Dude, it was just so, it was so bad, it was great. Oh, I'm glad you... And, oh, it, and the sheriff is Randy Quaid, ran, which yeah, probably why. That's right. In his lines... Dude, his lines are straight out of uh, Point Break. Like, young, dumb, and you know, full of cum. Maybe, All his words are like that. Maybe what we should do in the future is, is do have, like, like read the IMDb description of, of said movie. So yeah, people, my, my description sucks. Well, I mean, it's just a more keyed in specific for, for people who, uh, okay. I'll, or maybe I'll, I should have wrote something down besides this is the funniest movie ever. All right. Let me, let me, let me tell you what, what they're saying here on, um, on Google. 
The mysterious driver Charlie Sheen of a turbocharged domestic car drag races an Arizona hot rodder, Nick Cassavetes, in the desert. That's not a very good... I mean, that yours was... You had a better uh, synopsis of what mm. the movie was about. Uh, but, but I say this. I, I thought it was a horrible movie, but I recommend it. And Sherilyn Fenn looks super hot it. in this. The, 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 the girl... Movie. Yeah, the female in... That's a trend in these 80s movies. Good gravy do they find beautiful women to cast in them. But the movie is really bad, but I think you should watch it. <laughs> it's bad It's bad. like Kung Fury's bad. Like Kung Fury's bad, but, it, but, but awesome. Level. Like Kung Fury's supposed to be stupid. Yeah. This, they made I this movie where they... I'm not convinced. Do you think this, this was in the theater? Yeah. You do? With Charlie Sheen, probably, right? I mean, this was a young Charlie Sheen. I, this has got to be in the first couple of movies. Like, um, like... Post platoon or pre like around there? I don't there? know. I don't know. Maybe just pre. Yeah, I'm too I mean, lazy it's... to look it up right now, but but it had some players in it. Yeah, it did. If Clint Howard is considered Clint a... Howard, Randy Quaid, Randy Quaid Charlie Sherlin Sheen, Finn. who's mm-hmm. Sh- yeah, Sherlyn Finn, and then uh, some dude, I guys. want to watch it again right now because it was oh my gosh, I was like I can't believe this movie. Listen, anybody list. who has seen the Wraith, please chime in. Let us know what you thought of the Wraith. Uh, oh, by the way, I got a, I got another message this week that said, hey, dude. Oh, I'm with you on Young Guns. That movie's a piece of shit. Who said that? I got a message. You, and you, it was someone that I know oh, that's secretly via, telling via you? Via text message. I'll leave them anonymous. Maybe they don't want to. That's wanna, not fair. They know the hate mail that I get. They know like the pressure that I'm well, under after I gave my true feelings about Young Guns. I think that's a that's a horrible review. And in fact, I, I think it almost I gave a good takes away. It takes away. No, the review was fine. But your ultimate, you know. I guess uh, position on it. Is, Did I give it two awful. out of six in a six shooter? Two out of six bullets? I don't remember, but I, all I remember is you said it sucked. Oh, I think I, I like made that. an analogy to like Kiefer Sutherland's hair. <laughs> That's how I rated it. I always try to rate them by different. Anybody, anybody can go like stars or tomatoes. Right? No, you have to come up that. with a new one each time. But the, uh, the wraith is super bad. It, it's super bad in a, in a great way. That was episode one nineteen of the Hayman Man podcast. We will see you in episode one twenty later.
sweetness in the heart crowd. 